Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Now, back to Roger and JP on 102.5 The Bone. Dead guy in the envelope, that's the game. You're trying to figure out who this guy is. And if you can solve who he is first, you'll win the tickets from the Bone Prize. That's your choice. So I know who he is today. So here are the clues. A white American guy. You know him. Uh, TV first, uh, but also some solid movies he's got for sure. He was an actor, so on camera. You definitely know his face. You know his name. He also did some directing and producing. Uh, Did some comedy work, no question. Uh, And he did other work as well, you would know. Uh, 800-771-1025-727-579-1025. Now ask your yes and no questions. And let's see how you do. Kyle on line eight. You can start us off. Go ahead, Kyle. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, buddy. All right. Um, was he uh, the famous show where he played a law enforcement guy? Um, No. Sorry. Oh. No. No, that's not really uh, one of the couple of big roles that you would know him for. Uh, Susan on line five. Hi, did he have two female roommates on the nope, TV Nope, not unless we're quitting today. No, it's <laughs> it's never Three's Company. It's never John Ritter, actually, unless uh, it's our last show. Just so you know, it's like an unwritten, written rule. Uh, that's just how it is. So, nope, it's never John Ritter. Uh, Brian on line two. What's up, Brett? Hey, Brian. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Um, did he die over the age of 50? Yes, he did. <clears throat> did he die in the 90s? No, he didn't. Let's tell everybody he died in the 2000s. Uh, Roger on line three. Oh, he's not there. Thank you so much. Bryce on line four. You're next for Dead Guy in the Envelope. Go ahead, Bryce. Was he on a children's show? Mm, no. No. Would oh. the ladies have swooned over him? Um, Some might have. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a good-looking guy. So, yeah, I would, I would think so. Monica, do you swoon? I, I will. When's the, last, when's, the, when's the last time you might have swoon? 1942. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so when you were in I high school. The past tense of swoon is swoon. I do swoon. like that. I'm just riffing. <laughs> Chuck on line six. If I'm right, great. If I'm wrong, yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> what do you got, Chuck? Uh, was, yeah, was the, um, it was the TV show in the black and white era. No, no, no. Definitely uh, more forward than that. No, it's definitely... I mean, the shows this guy was on, uh, we watched. Uh, Ernie on line seven. You! What's up, Ernie? Not much. I got three words for you, Stripehangers. Let's go Phillies. Actually, yes, let's go Phillies. The pitcher is... Uh, was, Was his prime in the 70s and 80s? Part of his prime. I'm going to try Ted Knight. Nope. Sorry. That is my new team, by the way. One of the pitchers is really? a, a USF Bull grad. Oh, yeah? So, I'm in. Oh, I see. Go Phillies. Yeah, I'm down with the Phillies. We're on the same really? page here? Okay, I like it. 
I cannot root for any Philadelphia sports teams. Yeah. That are, uh, and that's just bases Adams. Yeah, which is true. But uh, mm. you know, having that bond, going to a couple of games now with my son, mm-hmm. uh, he likes them as a National League team. I love the stadium, mm. and uh, so there you go. Let's go Phillies. Why yeah, not? go Phillies. Why not? <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Let's go. Come on, Greg on line one. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Brett, this is your best show today. Tell me about it. Thank you. <laughs> was this guy on a uh, comedy series in the 1960s? Uh, one of his things, yes. Is is the dead guy in the envelope Don Adams? No. So that was just one of the things he did. But yeah, 60s, 70s um, comedy, yes, was in there. And also some comedy happened uh, with movies as well. And then he's known for other stuff as well. Uh, Dante online too. Hi, Dante. Hey guys, was he uh, on the TV show Eight Is Enough? No, he was not. Nope. All right, eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Monica, uh, nerd notes. Oh yeah, I do have. Nerd All right. Notes. Um, it's a white American man who did film and TV. TV is his biggest. He had a couple characters, not just one mean one. He was an actor, director, and producer. He also put out a record, but you might not know that. Right. He died over the age of 50. He died in the 2000s. He did 60s and 70s comedy, TV, and some movies. Mm Mm-hmm. And his... (laughs) Why do I like that? (laughs) And his big decades, I mean, not only 60s, 70s. He has other decades where uh, he, he, he was still big. I mean, he had a good run in his career. Um... 60s and 70s, probably the ones you think of first in a way. But, I mean, 80s, no joke. 80, well, I take it back. 80s has to be equal with those, yeah. The record that he put out, mm-hmm. the album, the music that he put out, yeah. was it with a group? No, no. It was himself. But it was very, very small. Very, uh, didn't do anything. So the acting led to the chance in music? Yeah, because he was such a big star. I mean, you know how they start just yeah, throwing yeah, him yeah, into yeah. everything? Yep. So they had him do a record. Not a big deal. Uh, 800-771-1025. It's kind of like Taylor, how Twi- Taylor Swift already has the cover of next year's Madden. <laughs> it's great. I love <laughs> that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's funny. 727-579-1025. I mean, he did, he did some commercials, but again, that's because his star was so big at that time, and that's actually in the 80s. So that's what I'm saying is he was big in the 60s and the 70s, but also the 80s as well. I mean, he had, he had a great run going those 30 years, man. There was a lot of good stuff going on with this guy. Any nighttime soaps? Uh, nighttime soap. I think I don't. I think one is called a nighttime soap. I'll double check if that's what it's called. I think it is. Chris on line one. That might be a good one. That's a good clue. Hey, how you doing? Did he play hey. in uh, My Cousin Vinny? I'm sorry. Say it again. Was he in My Cousin Vinny? He was not in My Cousin Vinny. Uh, yes, one of them was a nighttime soap. I guess you could call it. Sure. So there's there's the drama. I mean, this guy really comedy and drama uh, would cover his career pretty well. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Robert, on line two, you are next for dead guy in the envelope. Go ahead, Robert. Did he play the character Archie Bunker? No, no, that's not it. Um. Was this guy? I think of what other one I can throw in for you? Did he play a a son on one of the shows we would know him for best? No. Nope. Was one of the movies he made filmed right here in the Tampa Bay area? 
Hmm. I don't know. There are two of the movies that I know. I don't think they were filmed in Tampa, though. What movie are you thinking of? Uh, Cocoon. No. <laughs> he wasn't in Cocoon. When he when he <laughs> when it came to the directing stuff. Yeah. That was for film, correct? Uh, some film, some TV, but uh, th- those aren't huge. But he, I mean, it's a solid uh, part of his career, okay. but nothing that would help us so, as a know direct- it so well. As a director, he never had a hit. I don't think so. No, nothing that we would, you know, he had some short-lived TV shows and that kind of thing. Nothing really big. Right. Eduardo on line three. Well, she said she swooned in 1942. Oh, oh hi, Roger. Um, up the irons. Um, is this fellow, um, is he known for having uh, a lack of hair on top? No, actually, he's probably known for having a decent head of hair. I'm not saying crazy. I'm just saying. Is Solid. It, is it Mr. Calta? It is not. Oh. He's got wonderful hair. My Calta's dad. It is not. <laughs> I am incredibly, incredibly jealous of that yeah. man's hair. <laughs> we all are. I know. <laughs> Lisa on line two. Hi. Could his first name be either a woman's name or a man's name? I love mm, no, I don't think so. That's a good question. Yeah, it is. We don't hear that question much. That's no. a good one. Like a Sandy? I might have to become a regular. No. No, definitely not. His first name ends in Y, but it's not uh, It's not in, in like an androgynous name. Uh, Joe on line one. Androgynous? Hey, was he on The Odd Couple? No. What is the show not. become with androgynous I, and accoutrement? I need, to, <laughs> and I, need to, I need to go to the rules committee for a second. Oh, yeah. That would be the little Mexican girl. Oh, that's okay. me? Okay. Rogers gave a clue that his first name ends in a Y. I heard it. So I can't guess a name now still? Like a first name? Because that's been a rule. We're not allowed to just guess the first name. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, I, I would say no, but I, but mm-hmm. I wish Roger would have done that. But you can use that clue that. in your head. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I ventured into uh, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, giving her a little credit. Very right, little credit. So, yes, right, so I can go. ask of his name, ask a name, or I can't. No, I, he, I wish he wouldn't have said that because that is leading mm-hmm. to you wanting to do that. It's leading the witness. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, to me, yeah. asking a first name I'll is say. the same as asking initials. Like, it just, mm-hmm. let's, let's not go there. All right, strike it from the record. I never said his name ends in Y. His first name. I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't even here. Right. John on line four. Oh, John's gone. Sorry. Okay. Cash on line five. Hello. Hey, what's Did up, Did he Cash? play a clown in his uh, comedy routine? No, he did not. Dave on line six for Dead Guy in the Envelope. Yeah, I was switching from the radio to the phone. I might have missed out on one of the questions, Uh-oh. but... Um, did he play a police officer on one of his shows? No, he did not. No. James on line eight, you're next. Did he die over the age of 80? Yes, in his 80s, yeah. Okay. Was it Paul Newman? No, no. Paul's name name ended a Y? Unless it was Paul E. Newman. (laughs) (laughs) That that never happened, remember? I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, that's weird. Pete on line seven, or Petey. <laughs> was he on I Dream of Genie? Yes, he was. Is he Larry Hagman? Larry Hagman is the dead guy in the envelope. And Very good, and Petey. you didn't know that one of the shows was a nighttime soap? The guy was on Dallas. Was the young. definition of a nighttime soap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to check to make sure that's how they described the show. Uh, and yes, literally. It it's actually created the genre. It's actually described time. as a primetime television soap opera. 
well, nighttime so prime time. But there you go. I think yeah, I think nighttime is fine. Oh, do you? So I gave it a <laughs> gave it a ding. Well, let me ask you a question. When's prime time? I know. Right. So I just want to make sure that's how they uh, do it, so we're accurate. All right, man, you got a pair of tickets to Trans-Siberian Orchestra in there, Ghosts of Christmas Eve, the best of TSO, and more at Amley Arena, Saturday, December 23rd. For those of you buying tickets, you should know that $1 from each ticket sold goes to a great cause, and that great cause would be the Calta Family Foundation. So there you go. Congratulations, TSO, for you. There you go. There's Dead Guy in the Envelope. Larry Hagman was uh, Captain and then Major Nelson in uh, I Dream of Jeannie. Did you guys that watch actually... the show? What's that? Did you guys watch the show, Dallas? Mm-hmm. You really? couldn't avoid When it came to Who yeah. Shot JR thing, I don't care how old you were, you couldn't avoid that. I no. didn't watch it until you couldn't get away from it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was me. I did, we didn't ever watch an episode, but you, there were t-shirts. Who Shot JR? People wanted to know Who Shot JR. The fact that what, 40 years later, 30 years later, whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is, yeah. we're still uttering that phrase? But do that's we, insane. But who did sh- shoot JR? Spoiler alert. I don't even know. I know, either do I. That's the thing. How come we we know that, but we don't know who did it? I don't know. It wasn't, uh, what's her name? Maggie uh, shot Mr. Burns. That's what I know in The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> they did the whole who shot Mr. Burns thing, and, and it was... It didn't turn out to be uh, Joan Collins who shot him in the end, I and then went know. on to uh, Falcon. Uh, what is it? Was the other one? Uh, Crest or no, no, no. Knots Landing. There were Knots Landing or whatever, whatever. I don't know. There were so many of them after that. I confused which one goes where. Well, anyway, we had watch parties uh, in college, and I remember in high school it was a big thing. Not a watch party, but uh, people talking about talking about it. But when I got to that critical mass, we were in college. The whole campus was in the student common area watching. <laughs> The Dallas finale, I think it was one with the house burning and, you know, that that part. And uh, that's how the season ended was with the houses on fire and it seemed like everybody was going to die. Yeah. The whole college. You guys are in I college. We went back to the, we're like, what in the, for this? You guys don't like, whatever. We go back to the dorms, there's nobody in the dorms. Isn't it a nickel draft night somewhere? Like, where are you? Right. What is happening well. with you college kids? <laughs> It was, well, I, I mean, a lot of people, it was like sitting around drinking beers and wine and all that stuff in the student center, and they just took over the student center and, you know, probably had one or two crappy TVs with the yeah. tuned into it. It was huge and absolutely inescapable, no question about it. So, all right, there you go, Larry Hagman, the uh, dead guy in the envelope. By the way, he was introduced, this is so cool, he was introduced, he had a drinking problem, but he was introduced <laughs> to LSD from David Crosby and introduced yeah, to- That'll happen. And introduced <laughs> to weed from Jack Nicholson. So, nice friends, and he right. had both of those things to keep him away from the drink. That's what he used. He used the weed to uh, keep him from drinking alcohol. Oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> that's a different way to do it, even though you went through the 12-step program. There's a dead guy in the envelope. We'll play again tomorrow at 12.15. I can pretty much guarantee you'll do way less dumb stuff smoking pot than you will drinking alcohol. Yeah, you're probably right. It makes sense. Coming up in... You'll uh, eat more, but... <laughs> Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.